Hey, what's up? Oddly specific, June 24th, 2018. This is one of your hosts, Chris Saraceno. I'm here with my friend J- Jacob Yo. Gus Fergus, as well as Todd Katsuo Matsunek. Yes. Hey, you remembered. What's my other middle name? Uh, Ninja. I don't know. No, Albert. Remember? Albert. Oh, yeah. Albert. Yes, Albert. That's so it was, Japanese. It it's very Japanese. Alberto. Alberto. That was, do you, you guys remember like when we were kids, the Winter Olympics in Calgary and there was that Italian skier? Alberto Tomba. Man, Alberto Tomba's the, the, the greatest skier he's the in, bomb. in Italian he's history. The Bomba. Yeah. The Bomba? You know, yeah, but he's a Northern Italian. Like so Richie Valens? <laughs> La Bomba, La Bomba. <laughs> Richie. You remember he was involved in a relationship with Katarina Witt? He was, yeah. And they were like fucking all over the place? It, apparently he was a big player. Yeah, man, he's the fucking bomba. I don't know. What <laughs> Alberto Tomba. I, I don't know what I'm thinking about this. When you said Catherine of it, I thought about the movie White Nights with Mikhail Baryshnikov and Gregory Hines. That's ridiculous. Yeah, you guys ready to go? Yeah, go, go, go. All right, so we got. Let's talk about it and today. We are uh, we are live. Uh, uh, listen, before we get into it, can I? I'm sorry, but I'm a little out of it today. I got to be real with you. Right. My wife and I had a fucking crazy day. We didn't have the kids. Uh, we went this morning to Preston Street to get acai bowls, and then Man, we every went fucking Sunday yeah. as a goddamn. Just acai shut up bowl for a minute. It's like a fucking health food. You know man. what? Go Stop. fuck yourself. What are you're, your shits like? You're a fucking jealous <laughs> bitch. No, we, anyway, we had at noon today. We went to. Um, Edgar's at uh, the Chateau Laurier. Oh, yes. Because yes. <laughs> you're going to laugh at us, but uh, there was a caviar tasting competition. Oh, caviar. Anyway, we off the charts. <laughs> what the fuck? Acai bowls, pedicures, caviar. No, just wait, Gus. Man, so we went. We went back to, up for sorry. fuck's sakes, man. Okay, so we went and had a, 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 we tasted caviar for two hours mm. and we am really full. Beluga? They had uh, beluga. They had killer whale. Caviar. What? Orca. Yeah. Orca. Well, but not from, not Pacific Orca. It was uh, wherever, like off the Chilean coast. Um, that's the that's Pacific. That's the fucking Pacific. That's the Pacific. <laughs> no, but like, you know what I mean? Like not like the Pacific we know, like up near Seattle or Vancouver. Okay, this okay. is like Southern Pacific. So not so where we trap the animals for like marine land. It's like the different well, ones. Anyway. Well, you're not going to like the fact we also had orca meat. No, I don't like Are that at all. Are you serious? Yeah, but it's is actually delicious. Legal? No, it's not, but... Where did you go, man? It, I should. Did you go to the Kumite? Like, what? <laughs> it, no, it, it was pic- it was I, kind of like an unsanctioned. I thing. picture him at that table from uh, fucking Indiana Jones. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> chilled monkey brains. No, it was it was. I shouldn't even say this, but it's kind of an unsanctioned thing for Ottawa's caviar associate. Well, it's a caviar society, and we joined this thing just like as a fun thing to do, and. Uh, yeah, anyway, it they like had fun. it. Yeah, okay. Just wait a minute. So you eat orca. There's orca steaks, but they ship them in from Asia. So you can't, like, you can't get them in Canada. So fuck me. Anyway, so then we did that, and then after we went and we got massages, and and then Gus, don't get upset, but we. <laughs> why are you Why are you giving me that look, man? Man, you know I'm giving you this. Well, look. I know. You know this, it's wrong. No, but it's not wrong. It was delicious. Like orca meat is really good. You should try it. Uh, no, they no, made these I, little sandwiches with, with like orca steak sandwiches, but you can't fucking cook it well done. That's the fucking problem. 
The like, fucking problem like, is you no, were no, like you were putting fucking tilicum in your mouth, man. What's that? <laughs> the Tilicum. fucking whale from from Blackfish, man. Anyway, whatever. Well, picture, it was funny because we had a big conversation about Blackfish at the at the caviar uh, tasting thing today. For yeah, time. I never picture Chris in the cove just stabbing dolphins. Yeah. Well, yeah. anyway, we got invited to. There's a thing in Norway every spring they do what is a mass whale culling did yeah you I, I, I saw i saw did you crazy, see this you yes, got invited fucking it. it looks great it, anyway i we got invited next year it looks like an episode of vikings fuck <laughs> i know but you know what it's it's like a, it's a very spiritual experience apparently anyway we got invited by is these, he for real right they, now Man. no just i'm not just shut up for a second it's i'm trying to right, I'm, I'm the executive director that. of the caviar tasting uh, society said if you guys want to come we do direct flights to whatever the fucking what's the what's the capital of Finland or Norway? Or, uh, Norway is or, Oslo. Oh, Oslo. Yeah. So, um, anyway, whatever. It, it was just something to think about. Are you but, gonna go? I don't know. I'm thinking about it. It's kind of a cool thing to see. So you're gonna go on a whaling ship and well, it, whatever you kill, you get to bring home. And you're like, gonna kill something. Well, I would kill it if I could if I could keep the meat. You ever been hunting? Uh. I've never directly been hunting, but I hired somebody to hi- to hunt something for me once. What? <laughs> he um, eats uh, caviar, I wanted... hires people to hunt for him, yeah. gets pedicure. What was that movie where, like, Ice-T had to run away? Like, people were hunting Ice-T? Remember that? Yeah, the... we, we talked about that at the thing today. Remember that movie? Surviving the, the game. Hunter? But that's actually a thing. Anyway, whatever. Let's just no, no, I, just, I really, I want to ask you more about this. different socioeconomic class. No, I'm not, man. I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm man. just saying, like, there's, like... You know, uh, <laughs> you, need, I, you're you making me sound like an asshole. Himself. Yes. You're making me yeah. sound like a yes. dick. I'm going to like Photoshop no. you with a harpoon. No, 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 no. no and a baby no. orca on the end. No, I think, I think I, th- it was funny because of this thing today, one of the things they were talking about was staging races, um, races for, for homeless people and whoever loses, they get shot. And <laughs> Chris, oh my god, Have you? Far, I was never in a fucking caviar eating competition. You guys fall for this shit so easily. I was what the I, I sound like I an awful person. It. I knew it. Yeah, I'm gonna we're gonna stage a race for homeless people to get shot while I'm eating well, orca steaks. <laughs> you fucking dick. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, Todd's about ready to pull the plug. He was, he was. <laughs> I'm, oh, yeah, this crosses a threshold. He's very sensitive to this. I'm gonna, like, man. Uh, this is Matt, like a thing I'm joking around with you guys about. I know. I just <laughs> I was like legitimately fucked up. This is up. probably some real shit. There's some real motherfuckers no, man. around doing it. I like had that. an acai bowl this morning. I didn't go to a fucking caviar fucking tasting You had society. an acai bowl and a green shit. I mean, you're done. That's I was going to ask you morning. if you like <laughs> okay. vi- visit Eyes Wide Shut parties and fucking cloaks. Oh, man. No, the, Todd Todd lost it right at the the homeless death races. <laughs> what I'm what I'm gonna lose it at is the fact that Chris's compressor is triggering every three fucking okay, seconds. Sorry, you're literally screaming into the microphone. Sorry, technical. Holy shit! Anyway. But it was pretty funny when I went to the orca steaks. You, you had the look on your face was like, "Let me get this straight. You eat orca, which is an endangered animal." Yes. Yeah, man. Yeah. In, in a sandwich. You know how I feel like well, orca panini. <laughs> I had a panini with orca. That, no, man. No. Gus, like, would you still be my friend if, like, uh, I was like that? No, I, I, 
Well, but this is the thing, though, is both Gus and I were not shocked. If you would have said man, that. why? You guys are fucked, okay? I, I'm, what the hell? <laughs> man, the last three weekends you brought up acai bowls. You're telling me you're, like, running cardio. <laughs> Playing polo looking, on weekends. Looking for an aerobic workout. I, I, you're a different dude, man. Yeah, I don't know what happened. You're not the same Chris I knew in fucking 20 years. Oh, I don't my know. God, this is really funny. I don't know what this happened. This is really funny. Wow. Um. Okay. Anyway, well, now uh, I can breathe and uh, not punch you in the face. I think the best thing, the best part of that was your belief that I was eating illegal orca <laughs> and having orca steaks. Everything you were saying was pretty. Like I know I was on. doing it really. Yeah. I was doing it pretty truthfully. The, is Ed Curse really in the Chatelier? I thought it was on the uh, Shadger is in the Chatelier. I thought it was on the Quebec side. No, no, no. Well, I'm pretty sure it's it's like. Oh no, sorry, it's not Shadger. It's Zoe's. It's Isn't Wilfred's it? oh, is in Wilfred. the sh- yeah Wilfred's. Zoe's. So see, I could have busted him right off the bat. I know. Gus, the look on your face though was really hilarious. Man, I was shocked. Because you were like, why? Why would you do that? Like, and also, I can't reconcile this with the person. Well, at I first know. I was trying to think, like, could you imagine squeezing caviar in a fucking orca? orca? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry. Oh. It's like that Todd, Todd was just like being silent over there, like this is fucked. It's the orca in the back of Moe's. They're just hosing it down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like in that Simpsons episode. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, what so, happened this week? But what else? Like, what Shit, else did you do today? Shit, like, what else? I didn't really do it. I didn't even do a lot. We went to Jack Astor's for for lunch. Oh yeah. And it was actually okay. pretty good. Wait, which one, Uncle? No, Lansdowne. But oh. I got to tell you, I put up a Facebook status today. My wife uh, said something pretty hilarious today. She was like. Because the Escapade Music Festival was going on mm. at Lansdowne. Mm-hmm. And man, I saw so many fucked up people. And Sarah was like... You have your I've, naloxone kit with you? Uh, a lot of people Just got fucked case. up yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but like it was crazy. It was... So, Sarah, Sarah was like, I've never seen so many midriffs, midriffs and ass cheeks in my life. Oh. No, but people are practically naked there. Yeah. And well. like we were pulling up. So why don't you explain what Escapade is? Escapade is a big EDM music festival that occurs at Lansdowne. It's been happening there for, what, the last three, four years now? Yeah, there was controversy with it, I think, eh? Yeah, because back. everybody's fucking taking MDMA and getting all fucked up. People are going to the hospital. Yeah, yeah. Fucking taking, taking ecstasy. It, it's, it's, it's the drugs mixed with dehydration, mixed with being yeah. outside in the sun. Like, you're fucked. Dehydration's yeah. a huge You just got to constantly drink. People having epileptic seizures and yeah. shit. Like, yeah. fucking, yeah, it's like crazy. It's one of those scenarios. Chris always comes up with scenarios where it sounds like Jurassic Park. It definitely sounds like it's more like altered states. People are going into altered states of mind, like just fucking getting all fucked up. Yeah. But the thing I was most like, you know, I'm 41, right? Mm. And but both of us were kind of like, my God, like people are walking around with their fucking ovaries hanging out of their pants, like 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 full on, just like bottom bottom nude, practically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like what the fuck? I we saw a girl who was wearing a thong. And just pasties, and then this like Axl Rose netisk like net <laughs> over top, and then a sombrero. What? Like full. And then a sombrero. Yeah, but why would you finish it off with a sombrero? I don't know. That makes no sense. Well, it's shade, man. It's gotta be shaded. Yeah, but you're wearing a fucking see-through net with fucking pasties and a black thong. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't, I don't know, know, man. Then I saw a guy getting pushed by effectively a naked woman in a wheelchair. Using yep. the wheelchair ramp at Lansdowne, I was like, what? Do I need to quote Chris Rock again? Yes. Okay, it's like this, man. 20-year-old like titties? Community titties. 40-year-old titty? That's your man's titty. You got me? Uh, I, that's, that's horrible, Gus. No, it's not. That's horrible. Man, when you were 20 and you went to some EDM music festival or maybe Edge Fest for your demographic, 
Fuck you. you. I wanted to see, <laughs> what the fuck is this? You would have wanted to see girls running around like that. Sure, man. Who cares? They're no, like man. 20 years old. Listen. Big deal. No, no. I, 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 I went to my fair share of raves. God love okay? I mean. And they always made me uncomfortable. Glow sticks. I went to go see this DJ once, Sander Kleinenberg in New York City. Oh, yeah. And it was like, it was at this club called Central Park in Manhattan. And it was a big warehouse. And, and there was like probably about a thousand people waiting outside. And we managed to get in. And we got in and there was maybe about 50 people in there. It was so bizarre. And everybody was fucked up. They would take your drugs and then they would give them back to you. Like they'd sell them back to you on the inside. I didn't have any fucking drugs. I didn't do drugs, right? You, you weren't on any drugs. <clears throat> no, man. I never did any of that shit. No. I was, it was like, it, it was crazy. I got, it made me, made me worried being around people like that. Out. One time I went to go see Richie Houghton at Atomic, which was like the big club. Oh Hotton. man, Atomic. Oh, Atomic. My yeah. God. And I, I'll never forget. There was these, there was like, semi-naked people dressed up as like teddy bears and like yeah. man it was kind of like an eyes wide shut kind of thing it's just like this is too much going on there's like drugs and there's like but wait is, is it is it that you're getting older and you find this offensive because I thought I th- people were dressing like that when I was young man we got eh. we have daughters now like it's yeah I don't know things are less you know? funny now like dude I I'm not joking when I say this but the other day I was like you cruising and I, I came across like Jason Voorhees best kills I was like <laughs> watching it and I was like this shit isn't funny. This stuff actually happens in real life somewhere. Oh, and man. I was like not into it anymore. I was sign like, sign that you're forty. Yeah, it was like it was like like he picked up some girl in a fucking sleeping bag and like man, that was my it. personal fave. I was just gonna say that. <laughs> I was like, this actually happens. Bags, to people. Dang, dang, dang. Yeah, but this, you know, the worst though is uh, there's a guy that I work with and he's like, uh, he turns around, he sits right behind me. He's like, yeah. uh, Todd, uh, have you ever watched the movie Green Inferno? And I'm like, no, that I will not watch that movie. It's that Eli Roth. Uh, like Amazon jungle cannibalism movie, man. Ooh. Oh God! Like Human Centipede. He's like, are you gonna watch that Human Centipede? I will not watch. I can't. Watch I won't it watch Hostel. I won't watch. Any I, of I those. watched like, Hostel. It's I, so crazy. I watched man. Hostel when my kids were just born. Is Hostel Rob Zombie? No, it's Eli Roth. Oh, okay. But Rob's like, I watched Hostel when my kids were just born. It was like a random like movie selection. Like when I was when when. My twin's mom had just had the baby, mm. babies, and we were just at home all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. anyway, that went over like a bag of lead bricks. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, hostile. Oh, yeah, that's good. What the fuck? I can't, uh, I can't watch. And that, I man. can't watch that either because it's like you know what? I'm pretty sure in Eastern the Eastern Bloc, there probably is some kind of death cult party. Man, that's happening in Mexico right now. Yeah, fucking so right. So no, no. All right, I hear you, man. Yeah. All right, little little reality, Jack. Little reality check, uh, indeed. Yeah, I don't know. So, well, to whoever was in that thong, you made a real impression. <laughs> <laughs> it was weird, man. It was weird. I don't. I don't even get it. I don't like. I don't know what the what the big deal is about EDM. Like you, you're just trying to enjoy a fucking acai bowl in the morning, and some chicks in a thong and a fucking fishnet. <laughs> Jeez, I'm just saying. And they're re- young, man. They're like fucking 18 years old. Like get your re- get your lives together. Finish school. Get a degree. <laughs> Go to Herzing. I don't know. <laughs> Figure something out. Herzing Biatch. Go to DeBry. <laughs> okay, what else happened this week? Uh, I watched The Staircase on Netflix. Have you seen this? Yeah, was that any good? Uh, yeah, it was pretty good. But okay. I, I'll fully admit that I have no idea, you know, whether he did it. Do you guys know the story? No. So it's about an author named Michael Peterson who uh, was accused of killing his wife. And uh, she was, I guess his story is he came inside and found her dead at the bottom of the staircase in their home. Mm. And there was blood all over the floor. 
and like huge, huge amounts of blood all over the huge. floor. And uh, it's basically it takes place over I think fifteen years. So this film crew followed this case for like fifteen years, man. Oh my god! He went to prison, then he was released, then they re- were going to retry him, but he managed to. So the killing take place before DNA evidence. Uh, no, but it was like 2001 okay. maybe. Okay. But anyway, they, they didn't do any DNA tests at that time, mm. which is part of the, um, like some of the later story. Anyway, uh, I recommend it. It's pretty interesting, like just to see how these trials work, like these high profile trials. Yeah. And I got to say this, like, I don't know if you guys noticed this, but like whenever I watch the news now, I'm kind of like perturbed about, um, when they air cases on the news yeah. before yeah. the outcome of the trial. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, you know what totally. I mean? It's highly prejudicial to do that, you know, to start talking like Nancy Grace and shit, like talking about case She's details. crazy though a little bit. Was she still on even? She's, she's like, yeah, she is, but she's a little nuts. Like she's not all there. I, I find that she's kind of eh, a little bit, you know, I don't know. Take it back a Chevron, Nancy. Basically, any, you know, since making a murder, if any of these like true crime documentaries come on, I'll always watch them because I find it pretty interesting, like the whole process through the legal system, you know? Man, just ask Michael Jackson about fucking the legal system, you know, because he, he went through all that shit. Well, even like OJ, man, he went through all that shit. Are you saying OJ's innocent? No, no, I, I'm not saying that. How I'm, dare you? I, no, but listen, <laughs> if, if any of that shit happened to you or I, and God help us if we were actually innocent. Yep. You you can't get out of that shit, man. Yeah. If if they tell you like, oh, the glove don't fit, glove, they will fuck you. Like the public will fuck you over, man. And the public will fuck you now. Yeah. Yeah, but it's like with this with these cases and stuff, it's, it can it can totally sway it, especially if there's a jury involved, man. Because I don't give a shit if you go in there and say like, oh, I, you know, I live in a hole. I didn't hear anything. You're you're swayed by it, hundred percent. That's de- yeah. Like when they when they talk about the details of cases, you know, before a trial starts, yeah, like that's yeah. weird. That's yeah. really weird, you know. It's like you know you know it's funny. I was reading something. This is kind of related. I was reading something about Paul Bernardo. Oh god. And oh, god. like his day to day. Yeah. And like how he will never see the light of day. Like they will just keep on denying him bail. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, but then Carla Hamolka is just living in Montreal. Yes. Yeah. That's Man, weird. Isn't that kind of crazy? Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, but the thing is, is she made a plea deal. That's the only. That's the I know, only. but what would you do? No, I'm I'm no shit. If I was living next to Carla, if Homolka, you found out Carla Homolka bought the house beside I'd you, I'd fucking move. Yeah, but yeah, I know, but it's easier said than done, right? You're right. What would you do, Todd? I would. Yeah, I, I couldn't what would be you around that. Found out Carla Homolka was like you're the next cubicle over at work or something. That would be highly, yeah, weird. Yeah, I don't you know. couldn't deal with it, right? It's like. Can you imagine, like, ponder this for a second. Yeah. Man. (laughs) Can I tell you something? I think that's fucking crazy. So, you know how they shut down the Kingston Penitentiary? Yeah. And you know how they do tours, right? So, my wife and I went on one of these tours. It was extremely fascinating. Like, they showed us the areas where people escaped and how they did it. And they showed us the, um, uh, what do you call them, the conjugal visit areas. And, Mm. like, it was. That's, like, where you go to, like, kiss your girlfriend and shit? Yes, kiss them. No, no, yeah, just, just kissing them. Yes. Holding hands. Anyway, the, it oh, was full you on. You do more there. It was full Man, it's on. Straight up, like what? Like you get like an hour or what? Do whatever the fuck you want. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, so they have actual. <laughs> I just fuck with yeah. you. <laughs> they hold. They hold hands. 
So necking for that slow dancing, <laughs> slow dancing. <laughs> okay, okay, go, go, go. We're interrupting your story. You guys are the fucking worst. Anyway, you uh, they had full bungalows built in there for this, like right. full sort of domestic situations that you could go and hang out. Yeah. If you had kids, they bring it, and then so. But this is in, in a prison, man. So it's these houses surrounded in barbed wire and fencing and everything. But right. inside, it's set up like a home. Right. Uh, so it was interesting to see that. But anyway, we were on a tour with a couple who were eerily, like, strangely obsessed with Paul Bernardo, man. Everywhere that we went. Oh, was Paul huh. Bernardo here? Where was Paul Bernardo when this happened? Like, they talked That's about That's not surprising. But yeah. Isn't Paul Bernardo up at... Um Millhaven? Yeah, but he was in there while it was for a period. Yeah, yeah. Oh. completely isolated. So we saw like the rooms where people were, you know, bit, like the worst offenders were, Fuck. sort of things. Yeah, yeah. And it was like, it was creepy as hell, man. Like, so what, were they just like no window, no nothing? No, there's a window, but like like kind of half ass window sort of thing. And they showed us where they got their like hour of daylight a day. It was you know a space probably. I don't know. It was thinner than this room, and oh, it had like cloth. Like twenty feet high, uh, maybe. And it had uh, like cloths. There was cage all around it, right? Yeah. And cloths woven in so people could do like pull ups and stuff on them. Anyway, I, I mean, I do recommend it. It was pretty neat seeing like where the the industrial work was done, like um, where the corrections and the inmates would do would build things and you know do all that stuff. Like that was an old the non old building. Yeah, and also yeah. it was you know just to see the architecture in there is pretty crazy. It's I recommend it. I mean, it's kind of dark, but. Man, just remember the yeah. stat psychopaths because he is one, like a known, and I don't mean this like in a. In a general sense, like he's actually a psychopath. Yeah. Who's this? Bernardo? Yeah. Oh, yeah, but he's not even the worst one. No, no, no. But the thing is, is that, you know, the stat about them is that they're 1% of the population. They commit 50% of all violent crime. Wow. Yeah, I believe that. Like, think about that. You know, I remember watching this this uh, documentary once on Ted Bundy. He was the fucking most chilling one that's because he had such a high iq and he would always argue his own cases and he would like he would win a lot of the time and then they just kind of caught up with him and they're like listen what the fuck like you're a yeah and he was the template for um this is scary motherfucker what was the serial killer the guy who stuffed his dick in between his legs and silence of the lamps buffalo bill buffalo bill he was kind of the template for buffalo bill because he would often harvest skin from victims (sighs) can you imagine that shit no yeah that's uh that's heavy who was that guy too? Um, and I think you and I talked about him when you were talking about when you read the psychopath book or whatever, the test or whatever. Did you ever watch a documentary where he was called the Iceman? He was oh, like, oh, Richard Kuklinski. Yes, Man, yes. Oh that, my God, that guy, that guy was is uh, soberingly yeah, chilling. Yeah, yes. very chilling. Completely, chilling. completely, completely. He was out of his mind. What Crazy. Was, what was that one called? That that just it was like just an interview. Yeah, it was the Iceman. The Iceman Chronicles. Ice Man, yeah. it's, it's on YouTube, yeah. the full thing. Yeah, so he was and the, the coolest part is, is there's a, there's a second part to that where he gets to ask questions to his psychiatrist. Mm-hmm. And he, he what he says is like even more chilling than the entire Well, interview. what does he say? He looks at the guy and he's like, you know, he, he takes a couple minutes and he's kind of like fumbling around with a, with a question. And he's like, he's like, like I, I'm really different, eh? And the guy's like, yes, yes, you are, uh, you know. And then he just kind of stops it there. And he's like, yeah, but, but like, how am I different? Like, what's wrong with me? 
why are you guys all looking at me like this? <laughs> really? Like full so, out. So he does not zero understand. Zero fucking clue. Yeah. Zero clue. And and the guy, the, the psychiatrist is like straight up cold, like looks at him and is like, listen, man, the shit that you have witnessed would make the average person like lose their mind. Like the the yeah. stuff that you've done to people, we we as average people wouldn't even be able to do. We would like vomit and 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 probably pass, pass out, out yeah. and like just be horrified. Oh my god! What was his reaction? And and he 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 was stone cold. Like like, are are you serious? What, what do you mean? So <laughs> man, it's so. Like, what do you mean? So it's so. <laughs> What's crazy. wrong with me? Yeah, <laughs> it's I, so crazy. Yeah. <laughs> what so, do you mean? So what are what are your Netflix watches for the week? Oh man, I just uh, okay. Don't laugh at me, but I have been obsessively watching Star Trek: The Next Generation. Okay, mm. I I cannot get enough of this. Okay, it's embarrassing. And last night, I watched a bit of it, but I did watch something last night that was like very disturbing. If you want to continue this disturbing trend, what? I uh, I watched Paterno, which was the Al Pacino HBO movie mm. where he plays Joe Paterno. You know, oh, have you man. heard about this? No, yeah, I've heard of it, but wow. man, it's fucked. Up. Yeah. It's fucked up the degree that Penn State went to cover up Jerry Sandusky's crimes. Yeah. yeah so I was looking uh, for like a feel good movie. <laughs> it was like, it was a toss up between Death to Smoochie or that. So I just, I chose Paterno. And it's the kind of movie that'll just put you in a great mood. You know, <laughs> oh, that's the man. truth. While you're eating whale caviar. While, while <laughs> eating orcas. Hunting, hunting baby orcas. I, I, but, but. Uh, but I have to tell you, I've been driving Sarah, my wife, crazy with all of my Star Trek The Next Generation like plot summaries, like of each episode. You're never gonna believe this, sweetie. Today, Data was asking Worf about emo Klingon emotions. And like, Sarah's like, uh-huh. And I'm like, you know what? It's so crazy because, you know, Data like had a relationship with Tasha Yar and then she died and he felt no emotions and, Anyway, Sarah's Yeah, like, let's oh move on. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah she, dude, you're, you're she, driving me crutch. She's fucking, crazy. she hates that shit. Did you remember the show, The I, Next Generation? I do remember it. You never watched it? Man, I've no, never seen I a did. single episode. It's I, so I terrible. I watched it. I watched it's not it. terrible. You're terrible. God. You're terrible. Are they still wearing pajamas like in the old they, ones? They're onesies. Did you ever watch the <laughs> compilation of Riker sitting down? Yes. <laughs> like Riker sat yes. down really strangely. He would always, I'll see if I can do it here. I'm probably going to hurt myself. He'd always like, I don't know if this is. <laughs> yes. So there'd be a chair here, and he would always like. I don't know how he'd do it. He he'd always put his leg over. I know. <laughs> so there's a compilation. Really? Yeah, he'd always step he'd always over the chair. He'd always whip his leg over. Yeah. So he's did you like, know Jonathan Frakes, who played Riker, directed many the Next Generation episodes, and he directed two of the Star Trek movies. Yeah, let's move on. Gus, uh, Mitch, no, I don't want to move on. I want to talk about this. This is an important Chris, cultural you're, you're on your own. You're on your own. You never watch this. Neither of us give a fuck. I did. I did watch it. Like TNG, or did you watch Deep Space Nine or Voyager? We already dedicated an entire podcast to this, is what I'm You want to talk about Batman versus Superman? Go fuck yourself. We're gonna, TNG <laughs> is my passion. Okay, good. Gus, what did you watch, God man? God damn it. I watched a show called The Horn. No, I'm out of that too. Oh. Okay, so this <laughs> fucking Nazi ass <laughs> fucking moderator. All right, what uh, what's The Horn about? It's about God damn it. it's about Air Zermatt, which is like a search and rescue operation in uh, Switzerland. Air Zermatt. Zermatt. Okay. So what, like Matterhorn? Yeah, exactly, Matterhorn. Yeah. Matterhorn is nuts. So like the Matterhorn is at the, like the head of the valley, and Zermatt's down below. Great skiing, all this stuff. But right. You know, their job is to go up and rescue people. And the first fucking episode, man, will blow your mind. So you, okay, 
I don't want to tell people too much about your life, but you are ski patrol, correct? Yeah, I do ski patrolling, yeah. So you, did you understand a lot of this? Like, where, did you feel? Well, yeah, I mean, they, they follow a lot of the same protocols. And mind you, they're like way more advanced than anything we'd ever do. They mm-hmm. have search and rescue, like like rope technicians. They have doctors on staff, full paramedics and stuff. And man, the stuff these guys were dealing with in, the, in that first episode, like yeah. a, a dude fell 30 meters down a crevasse oh yeah you're done and, he was done uh, eh? no no he's he ended up surviving but the, like the just the the guy's color the, the color of his skin was terrifying it was like the color of the mixer like, like grayish. gray yeah. and his his eyes were fully open like this mm-hmm. and pupils completely dilated so what is the like what is notable about this just that it's at the matterhorn or <laughs> yeah just i don't know i i get off on it because it's it's, it's, they're, they're, they're super high level yeah. at their, at their work. You okay. Know? Like these guys are like major league. Can big. I ask you an honest question? Is Beethoven like on the ski hills? Like, is there a St. Bernard with a, no, there's no St. Micro barrel around its neck. Do you, re- do you rely on these dogs and you rescue people? I, I do, yeah. Here, here, and there really is Bern- St. Bernard's on ski hills. No, there isn't, but there is dogs that find people in avalanches. Yes. Whatever the, the whole Saint Bernard thing with the you know the the alcohol. I'm still offended the, that you don't want to talk about the next generation. Man, we already fucking. That's talked. some real fucking shit. Not your fucking career saving people with Charles Grodin and. Beethoven. I'm gonna ask you one question about TNG. <laughs> one oh, question. Great, thanks. And you get five minutes. Okay, great. Well, you're giving him five minutes. Five minutes. Go I know, ahead. man. I know we can fill five minutes. Go ahead. Clock starts now. Yeah. Oh, your good. favorite character and why. 10, 15. My favorite character on The Next Generation, I would have to say, is probably um, Guyan, who is Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah. Uh, No one really knows anything about her. She's an ancient being. Is Whoopi Goldberg actually on the show? Yeah, Yeah. she's Guyan. Guyanin. Guyanin, yes. Guyanin. Did I say Guyanin? Anyway, Gus, don't go anywhere. This is really important. Guyanin is, she's like a kind of a bartender at the bar. She's kind of a cork before cork. And she has lived multiple lives and she has multiple children and she's kind of the guy, she's kind of a, a counselor of sorts. Okay, yeah. So that's the answer to the question. Okay, so. Oh, but you still got. Yeah. Well, that's, I, didn't, I didn't need the it. whole five minutes. Okay, I'll great. Let's it. move on. I'll add to it though. Yeah. So what is her connection to the Nexus? I have no idea. Have you seen that movie, Generations? I don't remember. Why the fuck do I know this shit? And because you're, you're you know watching what? this shit now. I don't know. Tell me, Todd, what is Guyan, Guinan's connection to the Nexus? I don't know. I was asking you. I don't. All, I haven't seen Generations in a long time. You're all into this right now. Well, I why you don't know. you stop being difficult and just tell me what happened? Um, no, I'm not. I'm not going to discuss this. What about uh, Malcolm McDowell? Remember his character? Yes, he was. What was his name? I don't know. Started an F. Anyway, he had that crazy <laughs> gun, and he wanted. He had the the ribbon in space. He wanted to direct the Nexus at him. He I think Jonathan. To get back in. Jonathan Frakes directed Generations. I think. Riker. Yeah. What a great movie. Yeah. Have you watched Star Trek Enterprise on Amazon Prime? No. Do yes. you have Amazon Prime, by the way? I do. Yeah. Is the, it only, good? the only thing I watch on Amazon Prime is the Grand Tour. What's the Grand Tour? It's like the, the guys from Top Gear, but on Amazon Prime. And you, you, watch, you watch like Graham Norton and shit like that. Do you watch a lot of British television? No. Graham Norton's pretty good, man. He's pretty funny. I actually yeah, he don't is actually have television. Funny. I only watch Grand what? Tour. Oh, really? Yeah. And Netflix. Hey, listen. So you have no cable? No cable. 
Do you watch like French TV? No. Okay. We have no cable. You know what? I want whatever. Okay, so you know, do you guys? Have, you, so you don't have TV, Chris? Do you have television? Or yeah, do you I have an, your... an excess of cable that we should cancel because no one watches. Yeah, anything. exactly. So, have you ever noticed you only really go to like channel what, like hundred, <laughs> yes. and then everything after that is just a repeat, Porn. a repeat, a <laughs> repeat. No, of it. it's not. It's yeah. It's it's kind of lame. And it, like it's time shifting. That's what it is. Yeah, it's a time ta- shifting. Time shifting, and then. 500 channels of like international television. (laughs) Right, right, TV. Sometimes I want to put it on like Japanese television and see if I can understand. I don't think, is there any Japanese television? Yeah. yeah. It's always like a game show where somebody's like, yeah, getting punched in the face. Getting punched in the face. They're like, there's something sexual going on and completely inappropriate. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that I think, um, you know the American Ninja Warrior? You ever watch those shows? Yes. Sometimes. So it's from this show called, I think it's like Sasuke or something. Sasuke? And, yeah. And like, Sasuke! I think it's, that's what it's called. But anyway, it was <laughs> Mount Midoriyama. And like, man, this shit is for real. Like, the, the Man. Would you guys, I can't even hold up my own body weight for like 0.5 of a second. Can you guys do a no. lot of pull-ups? No, no, no. No, no. Pull-ups are hard, man. That, that's yeah. like a, that's an actual feet of strength yeah so right now i think i weigh 209 pounds uh-huh. so you're yeah i'd be essentially like pulling 209 pounds there's up. a there's a dude i saw at the world cup he was like i don't know if you've seen this i'm going going around facebook but he's like he was doing this this ball trick where he was <clears throat> he was up on a wall above the city yeah you know kicking this ball with his feet and then he starts taking his shirt off and all this stuff but he's he's still bouncing the ball bouncing the ball right. bouncing the ball then he climbs up a pole, and he's doing that sideways thing. You know, oh, yeah. Like where, where yeah, where his legs are. Straight out, yeah. still bouncing the fucking ball, man. Yeah. And I just thought, like, this guy's like, got to be so strong. You know how strong you have to do? Yeah. Um, you, we can't even do a You got to be really strong. And this guy is yeah. going out horizontal. So I'm going to take two minutes uh, oh, and ask you guys about something that's near and dear to my heart. Oh, yeah. God. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get it here. You're going to get it? Yeah. What are you going to get? Is he getting that? Oh, oh. Peanut X. Why are you oh, getting wow. So I am. I'm not being. I'm not. We're not being sponsored or anything by this plan, like or Beachbody or any of that. But I want to tell you guys about this program. <laughs> I want to sit you down here, so you'll. Why notice, has this turned into an infomercial? Yeah, it has turned into an infomercial. <laughs> Beachbody crazy. fully. You can sponsor this. Uh, this podcast. Man, if I'm you'd going like. DDP yoga the whole way. DDP Diamond Dallas Page. Damn right. Okay. Okay. So night one, as you can see, is chest and back. Right. Yeah. And all that is is push-ups and pull-ups for an hour. For an hour? An hour. Push-ups and pull-ups for an hour? Yep. I'm out. Well, see, you think you're out. 30 seconds, done. But he shows you techniques on how to do them when you're first starting out so that you're actually able to do them, i.e. you put a chair in front of you and you put your toes on this chair and then you do the pull-ups and your leg is sort of compensating for anything that you can't lift. Okay, but where's the bar? Up up above you. Oh. So you're hanging from the bar, but you have your leg out in front of you with your toes on the chair. That's like crazy. on one leg. Where do you do this? Right here, in this doorway right here. Oh my God. So do that. Day two. And it supports you? Yeah. Because the bar is, the, all the pressure is coming this way on the door frame, not down. So day two is plyometrics. It's all jumped. Chris looks like he wants to kill himself. No, right no, now. please continue. Day two is plyometrics. Man, Chris is a big gym buff, man. And this is the hardest one out of all of them. Plyometrics. Right off the bat, day two. 
and ply- plyometrics is jump training. So what it is jumping. is like, yeah, jumping. So like, yeah. man, try it jumping and putting your knees to your chest for 30 seconds and see if you can do it. No, I, like, I might have a heart attack right So here. it's that. It's that <laughs> for an hour. Gus, dead from hour, a heart attack. You know, it's jumping and squats. Uh, you know what I mean? Stuff like that. But just with body weight. Body yeah. weight only. Yeah, or you can, yeah. And they show, he shows you how to do like lower impact ways of, of doing things. Interesting. Okay, that's okay. great. So uh, then after that, we have shoulders and arms. Oh, we're going through all the discs. Okay, go ahead. Just really quickly. Okay. Shoulder and arms. An hour of shoulder and arms. Yoga X. This is the second hardest, man. It's an hour yeah, and a half. Yeah, yoga, I'm out. I'm out. Why? And, man, it's... Because it, it's Indian. Like Chris. Yes. <laughs> Chris, it's like... It's like it's super intense, man. But you feel I believe it, man. I remember when you did this, you got all shredded. No, Chris, for, a while. for real though, have you ever done yoga? Yes, I have. Man, it's difficult. It's, I find it's it pretty difficult. difficult. It's it's difficult, but because like, it's, it's all those like little muscles, and you feel yourself getting very weak very fast if you're not already in shape. Yeah, yeah. that's what I find. Yeah, and yeah. you know, I'm I'm basically useless. So so then the fifth one is legs and back. <laughs> this one is also difficult. It's like those exercises where you put your back against the wall and in a sitting position. Oh. You ever do those? And you no. just have to hold that sitting position with nothing yeah. under you. So that, uh, and then it's Kenpo X, which is really funny. What is Kenpo? It's like, you know, punches and kicks and stuff like that. Billy Blanks. Like Tybo and shit? <laughs> Tybo. Uh, X stretch. And then there's like cardio X and stuff. So you do this for a few weeks and then you change it. So your body doesn't get used to doing the same exercises all the time in a mm-hmm. particular order. And you do that for 90 days. So I did that for 90 days one time and it really really affected me um in a good way and i'm thinking of starting it again like i wasn't tired at night anymore really yeah um you weren't tired at night no but you were awake yeah like you know i I get home from work and i'm just exhausted man me too that stopped immediately like like chris doesn't work so he doesn't really know what we're talking about but i don't work (laughs) and then um uh so there's this one workout in there it's called ab ripper x and i think oh. it's i think it's 310 reps in 15 minutes anything and it's called like, ripper uh, like not yeah into. it's it's crazy it's more like the ass ab ripper, ripper x <laughs> anyway ass ripper 2000 anyway beachbody ass ripper <laughs> beachbody.com beachbody.com i'm highly recommending your product beachbody.com okay todd that was yes. like an infomercial within the podcast yes. we're not even getting any money from todd do you look like this guy no, look at me, man. You can see I don't look like this fucking guy. Like, you know, you have to do like multiple rounds. You know to what? Get, like, Guys that. who look like that are fucking douches, though, for real. Are they? Generally, yeah. Like, I, I was at the gym today, and there's a fucking guy who's, he looks, he's a beast. He's a monster. Okay. And he was chest pressing 385 pounds. What? Yeah, this guy, he was such a steroid fanatic. Like, it was unbelievable. Do you yeah. think he's on steroids? Uh, guaranteed he's on Like, I guaranteed. <laughs> Did yeah, you have and lots he was of acne ma- and shit. No, I didn't see any of that. But he was—he's just like this beast, and he was walking around. He wasn't even wearing gym shoes. He was, was it like gremlins like, and shit was popping out? No, oh. he was like—he was fucking ripped. He looked like fucking Brian Bosworth. You know the football player? <laughs> yes. He was huge. What he was, was that massive. movie? Stone Cold. Stone Cold with Lance Henderson. Um, anyway, but he was—he was like kind of trying not to make it a big deal that he was on the lowest rung of all the weights when he's doing the like the hammer. Was he like pointing at it every no, time? No, he was just rep? like whatever about it. It was like, like no other weights to do, right? Mm-hmm. Three hundred eighty-five pounds. It was ridiculous. It's like oh, Bruce Willis oh. in. And uh, how many reps? Like ten reps. He did like like eight sets of ten. Yes. Yeah. Wow. I was like, what the fuck? So and big, then he'd go get a drink of water, and then he would like like fuck. Like, 
See, but I, I'm. Would, not... would he yell though while he was doing this? Like, Hurr! no, but some guys, some guys do shit. <laughs> yeah, like, they do that. Oh, like, oh, my ass is releasing. That that actually reminds me of a um, of a good personal story I should share. Oh God. It was about when I went did, to... Wait, did, does this involve, like... Poo. Yes, it, it does. It does? Um, Again? Yes, yes. For three weeks in a row? I I, um, I was flying through Chicago's O'Hare Airport. Uh, and city. I, I had to pee so bad. I was on this flight from Austin. I was fucking dying. I had to whiz. And the lavatory, like, the bathroom on the plane was, like, not working. What? Yeah. <laughs> fucking something happened midway through the flight. It was a bad scene, so I had to hold it, right? Get off, I rush to the bathroom, and I'm the only guy in the bathroom. It was like a late flight. And there was, I just saw it was like this pair of feet at one of the stalls. And this guy must have had a fucking twins in there. It was unbelievable. <laughs> he was, I had to whiz. It was like one of those 10-minute pisses. And the whole time, all I heard him doing was just like, oh, God! Like, like just freaking out, like... Losing, lose, losing his mind. Like, oh God! Uh, like, oh, oh! Like, was freaking out. Like, no, that wasn't happening. No, I'm not joking. If, and I was sitting there the whole time. I was just like, I was like dying. And he, he was. I think he was. I'm not. I'm not exaggerating this at all. He was having a full-on mental breakdown in the bathroom. What? And I could hear, like, he was shitting his face off. Like, it was, he had, like, the worst case of diarrhea. It's like he took a whole fucking pack of X-Lax or something. Oh. Like Jeff Daniels and Dumb and Dumber, but times 10. No, this was, like, violent. He was, he was, it's like he had a medical condition or something. He was, he was, like, he was, like, oh, God, oh, fuck, oh, Gerald Ford. <laughs> like, anyway, I ran out of there. I ran out of there. And I saw, I hung around. Outside of the bathroom, like pretending I was looking for something for about five, ten minutes. I just I had to see who this fucking guy was and he didn't come out. I had to fucking go to my other gate. And it was crazy. Chris's personal stories. Wow. No, this was fucking gross. It was awful. And and I've since developed a paranoia of hearing people shit in public bathrooms. <laughs> I'm not joking you. Like this guy was not only struggling, he was fighting for his life. Oh man! I'm not joking. Maybe guys. he never came out. Maybe Dude, just... I waited around there for like a good eight, ten, eight like it eight minutes. Like you were really worried about this guy. I thought he maybe was having a heart attack or something. Oh my god! Well, good. Thank you. Know, should have helped him. Maybe. Are you okay in there? Or... Of you know, you know when they like they just take a huge shit and then this is all you hear is like. <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's like it's like a pee whistle, you know. No. You know what I'm talking about? Man, nobody knows what you're talking about. <laughs> My favorite Chris story where we didn't know what he was talking about is remember we were, like, we were like driving around in his mom's cell, and he was like, man, have you guys ever been like in the shower <laughs> and you're washing stuff and like your balls go back up into your body? <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you it talking happens. about? What are you talking about? He's like, you know how you have like that whole... And you know you're no, watching the abdominal cavity. Where, <laughs> I know, man. Listen, it where happens they, where they drop down. Because when you're having a warm shower, your balls hang lower. <laughs> Nobody's saying when you're washing, it, it, you can no, push man, them. No, you can push them back up. Anyway, into your... oh god, that's ridiculous. There was a guy I was on the soccer team with oh, once, man. and he got hoofed right in the right in the balls. 
and one of his nuts went back inside. That's what he's talking it, it about. Be, but it had to be pulled out. To use a, another Chris term, he, but out. he was gingerly washing, and it, he's like, it went whoop, back right in. Whoop. Tell the story, Did Chris. Stay I don't want to tell this. This is ridiculous. <laughs> you, have to, you have to pull it out. Like I said a lot of shit when I was a kid. I mean, what, what, what do I want to say? But this is a comedy podcast for Chris. Yeah, he sake. says when he was a kid. This was last this was, week. It was not last week. <laughs> I, listen, I want to just go back to something. I'm seriously not finding things that I found funny 20 years ago funny anymore. Like what? Like just Paul Stanley? violent movies and like stealing Paul cars. Stanley. Did you see Paul Stanley? Yeah. Women Paul Stanley's not. No, no, no. Seriously, like, there's a lot of violence, like, yeah. violent stuff that's going on. It's like, and, like, I'm, I'm also really bothered by, even at this Escapade Music Festival, how, like, it just seems like kids are, like, really sexualized now. It's, like, fucking Well, nuts. they are, man. Like, porn's basically free. It's a, it's a it's a hit away. It was never that way for us, man. We always had to go and steal a fucking mag from the Quickie or some corner store and hide it and then bring it to school and 15 people ripped a page out of it. That was how we got to porn, you know? But nah, things are different now, man. No, it's like, now it's the fucking internet, man. All you got to do, you want to see hardcore porn, you got to fucking, you just turn on the turn on your computer, man. It's like, turn remember, on your phone. Remember the Simpsons? The Simpsons like predicted a lot they of stuff. They predict a lot of things. A lot of yes. stuff. And there was a scene in the Simpsons where uh, it's the future episode with Lisa and, and stuff. Okay. And uh, they're lying in bed. <laughs> the future. Margin, uh, Margin, Homer lying in bed, and they're like, "Wow, Fox really transferred into hardcore porn, like super, <laughs> super really? subtly, eh? yeah." So, yeah. Is The Simpsons still on the TV? I think so. Yeah. On the TV, but it's officially over, though, right? I don't know. No, it's been on for like thirty years now, hasn't it? I never see it on, though. Is it on like Sunday nights or I, something? I don't know when it's on. Got me, man. I'm old. Yeah. <laughs> are you 40 yet? No. How old are you? 30? 38. Oh, my God. I'll be 39. Remember when you stole a plane? Yeah, I know. That, <laughs> I'm going to be... You just uh, don't look at things the same way you do now. No, man. It's it's serious business. Oh, listen. This is something I did want to talk about. Okay. The new Sicario movie is coming out on, yeah. S- on Friday. Oh, yeah. You mentioned yeah. this last and time. Yeah. this is getting the ravest reviews it, right now. Well, the first one was amazing, man. The first one was one of my favorite movies. Yeah, definitely. I also Benicio del Toro is like he's a really good actor. Did you ever see The Hunted? Oh, great movie! That was an awesome. With Tommy movie. Did Lee you see that? Jones. No, you should watch that one. It's very, very good. It's good. It's a good one. I Hate recommend. Movies. I have a conscience now, though. I don't know if I can watch it again. Yeah, same with Sicario. That was really Sicario disturbing. was really. Do you know what it's about, Gus? I do. I've seen it. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was the dudes in the walls and the fucking thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The whole what are you pointing at? I yeah. was, was going to see if we got anybody uh, writing in. I don't even know if we are managing to be live right now. It says we have 14 dropped frames, but let's take a look. Oh, that's great. Oh, there we go. We're dropping frames all over the place. Uh, what does it say? Tillicum was a beast. Was- <laughs> <laughs> oh, Brian. Brian. Okay, Brian. Let's see here. I'm going to respond to you here if I can. That's fantastic. I don't know that I can. Uh Look, anyway. I have perfect posture though in our freeze frame there. That's I must good. say though, we should wrap this podcast podcast up at fifty minutes today because I am so hot. Oh, really? It's hot down here. It's Sorry, really man. hot. What the hell is going on? I don't know. There's like equipment running and stuff. All right. So, last topic, uh, Gus. I briefly we were talking about this before Chris got here. The downfall of, of creative society. arts. The downfall of creative what? arts. Yeah. Okay. What's that about? 
Well, we were talking about, so Gus was a professional photographer. Uh-huh. Um, and now with things like Instagram and, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's a bad industry to get into. Yeah. you. I mean, could could you live as a photographer now? Yeah. Okay, sure, you could. But it's like, it's like, I don't know. This, this is a hard one, man. Photography specifically is hard because like you're always going to need the photographer, right? But you're not always going to need like the commercial photographer. Yeah. You're not always going to need that. You know what I mean? Like images are so hard to create now via, or so easy to create via technology. Yeah. That the that art aspect of it mm-hmm. that used to come with being a technician and knowing your craft and film and things developing and all that is, is kind of gone. You don't need to do Can it. You? But at the same time, I got to do two sides here. Mm-hmm. The technology has really opened up the the photo, video, you know that that type of imagery world yep. to a lot of people who may not have been able to access that before. So you're creating a lot greater artists. Like you're raising the bar. Oh, because you've got to bring your game up now. Yeah, everybody's got to bring their game up. So yeah, you're, you're raising the bar. But you know, at the same time, like do I like seeing, um, you know, images, you know, being gotten for free and you know, people getting 20 cents an image. No, I don't like seeing that because I think it's worth more than that. Yeah. Any image is worth more. Well, we always talked about this is how like you think the photographer comes to your wedding, takes a bunch of pictures and you're like, well, why was that so expensive? Mm -hmm. And then explain, explain like briefly what they have to do after the wedding is done. Oh yeah. Well, you got like four or five times the amount of time that you spent at that wedding to like produce that wedding. Mm -hmm. It's not like it used to be. And when we were shooting film, we would take our rolls of film, take them to the Take them to the buddy, you know, developer, mm-hmm. printer. He'd print them all out for you, four by sixes. Take those back to proofs to your client. They'd be like, hey, I want number 620, 41, 110, this and that. Blow this one up, da-da-da-da-da. And you wouldn't even have to do anything after that. You would just take your list to the printer and be like, blow these <clears> up exactly <throat> like I did here. Mm-hmm. You know, dodge a little bit here, put a little fucking vignette, fix color on this. Done. They would do it all. Yeah. But now for the photographer, it's you're doing all your, well, you know, some people don't, but you're doing most of your digital yourself. You're spending 40 hours in front of it, 120 hours producing it for sure. That's crazy, man. Yeah. So that's a really rough business to get into now. Everybody and their mother is a photographer now. Yeah. yeah that's the thing. Like the tech, that's the thing is the technology has brought it to a point where so many more people are getting into it. Is it because, even, dude, even video, like, even, uh, like, yeah. man, a lot of the stuff on Netflix is of a, such a high caliber because. They churn the stuff out because it's so cheap. Production has fallen in terms of if there's no marketing associated with anything, it's very cheap to produce content now. Like even, well, yeah. even if you look at Hollywood, man, like they're they're using you know they're using sure like 8K big cinema cameras for for a lot of these uh, main shots and things like that. But I remember uh, Red Dragon. Yeah, they're you know sure Red they're Dragon. they're what probably using Dragon? a lot of stuff like that. What but, about Red Dragon? Red, well, Gus and I were looking at how much Not it would be, oh. how much it would be to pick up a, like a, a red a camera, camera yeah. a red oh. camera, and we were checking out this red dragon. I think you know, yeah, sixty-five grand is for the body or something. Like, man, yeah, sure. Crazy. Hollywood's using you know major major stuff to do these like great shots, but when it comes to like car chases and you know things like this where they want crazy angles, they'll just go out and buy four or five like super high end DSLRs. Throw some lenses on there, and if the car flips over and smashes it, well, it's 
five grand gone. I think they big, showed big like deal. in the make, making of the Matrix, like all of those panning yeah. shots. That was all DSLRs and stuff, man. Like, yeah, and that was even think about that. That was even like what back in the early two thousand nineties, even. I only early two thousands. Yeah. yeah, I only brought this up with Gus because, like, you know, I've been making more tracks of late, mm. and there's a service now called Lander. Have you heard of this? Vaguely. It's an online mastering service, and it uses algorithms to master, master audio. Yeah, master audio. So you send the one that I used was uh, once was Cloud Bounce, and what you do is you upload your mixed track to them, and they put throw it through their algorithms based on w- what you want it to sound like. So you, if, you, if it's like a pop rock, you select pop rock, and they're like, do you want it heavily mastered, like medium, light, you know, volume wise and and processing wise, right? Um, generally like the lower mastering settings, you'll have more dynamics and the higher ones, it's really going to crush it down, you know? Really? So I paid $4 for a master. Four bucks? Four bucks. And I just sent it through an algorithm. And, and if you can't find the setting that you want, like you can preview all of these. If you can't find the setting that you want, someone at Abbey Road will master it for 150 bucks. Holy shit. Yeah. That's yeah, psycho. You're that's crazy. Yeah. yeah. So that's cloud bounce. I haven't. So used... that's putting all mastering engineers out of business. Well, I don't think so because mastering engineers, I would never ever recommend an algorithm over a mastering engineer because yeah. they can make decisions, right? Um, because you can't, you can't just th- throw an expectation at an algorithm and expect it no. to understand, right? You can talk to a mastering engineer and say like, look, um, I don't really like this or, mm. you know what I mean? So just for people who are have a low budget, um, who want to get the volume up on their, their tracks and uh, get them to sound a bit better, um, it seems like that's what these are. But I have a feeling, man, in the future that it, the technology could progress to a level where, you know, people would be out of work, you know? That's scary. It's scary yeah, man, stuff. And it's already going that way. Yeah. Man, that's all, that's all technology is, is a form of automation. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. So, you know, when you really think about it, like, we're all going to be fucking out of work because any, anything can be automated. Even yeah. Chris. Orca hunt. <laughs> automated orca hunt. Whaling orcas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. All right, we'll give Chris a break from the heat here and I uh, hope you guys it, it's like a fucking oven up and down. Sorry man, it's hot outside. Man, we-